Hello, and welcome to episode 29 of The Modern Manager. I'm your host, Mamie Canfor-Stewart. This episode is about the common problems or challenges that we run into when using productivity apps. Some of the challenges are relevant to any kind of new technology tool, and some are specific to task managers. But all of them are challenges that I've experienced personally and that I've worked with other people to overcome. Before we get into the show, just a quick note of welcome to Jade C. and Rebecca T. to the Modern Manager community. If you're not yet a member, I'll share more about it at the end of the episode. But for now, on to the show. You're listening to The Modern Manager, a podcast dedicated to helping you be a rock star boss with a thriving team. Whether you're looking to upgrade your meetings, cultivate your team, or grow as a leader, this podcast is for you. Now here's your host, Mamie Canfer-Stewart. Using a new app in many ways is really about building new habits. The tool itself could be anything, a new meditation app or a new fitness tracker or a new note-taking tool or a new task manager. One of the most common experiences that we all deal with when using a new tool is getting into and sticking with that new habit of using it. And it's totally true that old habits die hard. There is no magical number of days to building a new habit. The research that says it takes 21 days or 40 days or whatever number of days, it's not accurate. Different habits take different amount of time to develop. And there are many factors that go into how easy or hard it is to truly form a new habit. So when you get started with a new tool, for some of us, those first few days or weeks are full of enthusiasm. And it's fun and new, and you're invested in gaining whatever benefit the app is promising. But then maybe you have a change in your routine or your schedule, or you get busy so you don't use it every day, and then you just start to forget to use it. And then maybe you remember to use it, but you're just not as motivated to do so because now it starts to feel like a chore. That honeymoon phase from the beginning is over, and now the app feels like work, and it hasn't yet become that natural part of your workflow. It's not yet that unconscious habit that feels effortless because it's just how you do things. Not everyone goes through that exact experience. Some people are less than enthusiastic in the beginning about using a new tool. So for them, the challenge begins from the start. It already feels like a chore, taking up mental energy to remember to use the app. But whether it feels that way from the very beginning or your usage slowly fades over time, you're likely to end up with a series of challenges. First up is that you don't trust your system. And what I mean by this is that if you don't use the app regularly, you're not going to get all the benefits. And it's not a linear relationship. Just like if you meditate once a week compared to someone who meditates every day, they're not just getting seven times more benefit. And the same is true for productivity apps. If you only sort of use your tool, you'll get significantly less value than if you fully use it and trust your system. For example, one of the benefits that I get by having all my tasks in one place is that extra mental capacity and less stress. I don't have to worry about forgetting something when I know it's in my to-do app with the proper reminders. The system can do the hard work for me so that I can relax and free up that brain space for more important work. I've actually become so trusting of my system that when something doesn't end up in there, it doesn't get done because I stop worrying about it. And it's come up a few times with my husband where he'll ask me if I did something. I'll say, oops, I didn't put it in my to-do list. And so, nope, it didn't get done. For me, the biggest problem is when I think of something or we're discussing something and it's while I'm on the move. So I'm walking or on the subway or something and I'm just not in a position to stop and add it into my task manager. So one thing I'm trying to figure out is how to capture notes by voice and then have them automatically go into Asana for me. 
I talk about this more later on in the episode, but for now, the issue is around the consistency of using your tool. Because as you stop putting information in, you start needing to keep track of it in other places. As your system becomes less trustworthy because it doesn't have all of your tasks, you start that negative downward spiral. Why put more tasks in when you don't trust the system to begin with? You'll still have to look in your notebooks or hold on to that task in your back of your mind. And in some ways, this defeats the purpose of having a digital task app. A related challenge is that your team members don't keep the system up to date. Maybe you're fully into using the app, but you find that your colleagues aren't marking when things are done, making it hard for you to know the status. Or maybe they're not adding tasks from their meetings, so those start slipping through the cracks again. Another common frustration I hear is about the relationship between a digital app and paper. Some people just really like paper, and I'm actually one of them. I have bullet journals and notebooks that I use every day. Some people just find taking notes on paper more practical. It helps them remember things, it's faster, it feels more appropriate in meetings than being on a computer or your phone. Figuring out a solution that combines paper and digital apps is critical to long-term sustainability because both paper and apps have their unique benefits and their unique drawbacks. Personally, I love paper for the reasons I mentioned earlier. I also like drawing and doodling and making my notes beautiful, but I find that I lose track of tasks when I'm only dealing with paper. I forget to carry something forward or end up with a long list and a task gets buried in it. I can't search for something or set a due date or a reminder. I can't even view my tasks by project or due date or activity. I'm stuck with one view. So while I love paper for many reasons, it totally fails me when it comes to enabling me to reduce my mental stress on task management. The final challenge that often arises is that the app doesn't do what you want or need it to do. This for me is one of the most frustrating things with technology in general. Why can't it just work the way I need it to? Why can't I just have every feature or capability or integration that I need to make my life work? It gets back to that need I have around capturing voice messages on the go and having them automatically become tasks. Why can't I just do that? This problem happens for a number of reasons. And no matter how well you research and explore an app prior to using it, inevitably you'll discover something it's missing or a need you didn't know you had, like my need to capture tasks by voice. So whether you discover a need along the way or realize a tool doesn't quite work the way you expected it to, or know ahead of time that it's missing a particular capability, you'll most definitely have a moment where your frustration with the tool comes out in full force. So what can you do if you found yourself or your colleagues struggling with any of the challenges that I spoke about? Well, first, start by acknowledging that these challenges are real. We like to think that apps are a magic pill, that they're designed for addiction and they have all of this research on human factors, so they're really optimized for stickiness and maximum value. And that's just not true. Using a new app is no different from going to the gym or eating healthy. You have to put in lots of sustained effort until eventually, hopefully, that app becomes second nature. And like any other product, apps have limited capability. But the good news around apps is that they are a work in progress and they are always improving and new features are being released. Now that you know to expect ups and downs with your task manager, make a plan for how you're going to interrupt that natural rhythm. One of the coolest things about task managers in particular is that the more you use them and trust them and input content into them, the more valuable they become. It's that positive, virtuous cycle that keeps building on itself. So your goal is to keep the content up to date and to figure out the practices or the hacks or whatever it is 
that you need to do so that you can't imagine not having this tool as your go-to resource. So here are a few approaches to help you do that. Number one, make a plan for how you're going to integrate paper and digital. If you're going to take notes by hand all day, just acknowledge that's how you want to work and then make a plan for how you're going to input those tasks, either at the end of the day or first thing the next morning. If you like having a paper to-do list, then every morning commit to going through your digital tasks and adding any of today's priorities into your physical planner. Then cross them off as you go, and the next morning as you're creating your new today list, you'll update the completed ones in your digital app. Look at these as a symbiotic relationship where the paper and your app are working together harmoniously to keep you organized rather than fighting with each other. A second approach, and I talked about this one in episode 27 on getting started with the task manager, but it's worth repeating, which is to figure out how to integrate the app into your existing routines. If you already have a routine of sitting down each morning and looking at your email, add to that routine looking at your digital task tool. I suggest having both daily routines and weekly routines so that you have time to go through today's priorities as well as the chance to look through everything that's in your tool and make sure the content is up to date. You may need to update due dates or remove tasks that are no longer relevant or make other kinds of changes. But just like when you stop inputting content and you start feeling like it's not really working for you anymore, content that is old and outdated can start to feel like clutter and make the tool feel less valuable. Approach number three is to make a 30-day challenge chart and put it on your wall or your desk or somewhere visible. The idea is to really commit and use your task app every day or at least every workday for a full month. Use the chart as that visual reminder. And this really funny thing happens when we start to get checks in those boxes. Once you get going and you have a few in a row, you really don't want to miss a day and then have an empty box. So see how many days in a row you can use your app. And if you get to that full 30, start a new chart. And if you miss one, start again and try to just beat your prior record. Make it a game. How many days in a row can you follow your system? If you're using your tool with the team, make it a collective game. Introduce the concept at a team meeting and agree to the terms. And then see if you can all use the tool for a week. Or maybe two. How long can you go without anyone missing a day? Of course, don't forget to celebrate when you've hit a milestone as a team, whether that be a full week or a new long streak. Approach number four is to explore automations with Zapier or other integrations. Can you simplify your task management input by automating it? Can you solve for some of those missing features with an integration? I have my system set so that when I assign a task from a meeting in WiseMBLY Jam, it automatically creates a task in Asana for me. I have the Google Chrome add-on so I can create a task for my email. And of course, I'm always exploring new integrations and new ways to automate and simplify and meet my needs. Be creative in how you use the tool. You can go to the app help pages or a user forum and get ideas. And of course, if something's missing for you, submit a feature request. Telling a company what you wish the app did actually helps them know what features to build next. Approach number five is to have a weekly reflection for how you're doing with the app and how you could do better. I also talked about this in a previous episode, but it's worth repeating. Take five or 10 minutes and ask yourself or your team the following questions. Number one, what is working about how I or we are using this app? Number two, what's feeling hard about using it? What's in the way and what's not working? Number three, 
How might we solve for those challenges? What could we do differently? And number four, are we getting the value we desire? And if the answer is yes, then celebrate. And if the answer is no, then ask why not? Again, try to come up with ways to help to get that value, whether it be through different behaviors or an alternative setup for the app or something else. By incorporating this weekly reflection, you're giving yourself and your team a chance to say, we know this isn't easy and we think we can do it even better and we want to be on a path of continuous improvement. Just acknowledging this and being intentional about how you're onboarding and using and sustaining the app will help. Lastly, if you're finding it increasingly hard to use your task manager app, consider if it's the right app for your needs and even whether an app is what you need at all. There are dozens of task managers that all have different features and designs, so if the app really isn't meeting your needs, carefully consider if it's worth transitioning to a more appropriate tool, whether that be digital or not. There are dozens of paper planners and note-taking methods which might be better suited to you, and it's okay if a digital tool isn't for you as long as you find the system that works. As usual, there is a guide for this episode, which has some fun printables and recommendations for getting past those common challenges when using a new app. Go to patreon.com slash modernmanager to join, and when you do, you will also get access to all of the prior guides and special guest bonuses, like that $25 credit on FreeUp for when you need to outsource some work or make a new hire. Go to patreon.com slash modernmanager. If you are subscribed to my newsletter, you will have the free mini guide for this episode in your inbox. And if you are not yet subscribed, you can go to mamieks.com slash mini guides to get it. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Meetings are one of the most critical components of healthy collaboration and teams are at the heart of how we work. Meteor helps you use your time in meetings productively build healthy relationships with your colleagues, and move work forward. To learn how we do it, visit Meteor.com. That's M-E-E-T-E-O-R.com. You've been listening to The Modern Manager. You're already becoming a rock star boss of a thriving team. I can tell. To ensure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player and join the mailing list at MamieKS.com slash podcast. That's M-A-M-I-E-K-S dot com slash podcast to get show notes and other special content delivered directly to your inbox. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.